when you make your first production, you have to go into the market and sell. I mean, nobody knows you. Nobody cares about you. <laughs> like, who would want to buy from you? You have no label. It's not sealed. It's just a product. The belief is if you go in the market with your product and someone buys from you, then you should pursue this career. I see the walls before me. I feel the cages forming. Seems like the world is falling, but I keep my head up. Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner, where we shift mindsets around various topics such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions, and most importantly, opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. We break into Hello and welcome to the Barabricus Corner, where we step out on faith and different ideas. I am your host, Joyce Donkor. Today we have an amazing guest. She's Chidi Majalo. She is doing amazing and well. I don't want to even go into the details, but she's going to tell us her journey, Faith of a Fear. It's season five of the podcast, and she's going to tell us how she got rid of the fear or she carried a fear with her. We don't know. Let's just dive into this conversation and see how it goes. Chirima, please introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Chirima Jalo, the founder of Dima Natural. It's a skincare and hair care brand that catered to men, women, and children, solving a lot of issues that is related to the appearance of a person because the way we look really matters a lot in terms of our confidence level. So priority of this brand is to build the confidence of men, women, and children, getting them to love themselves as they are and as they to be. This is so amazing already, like helping people build their confidence. I wish I had this like back in the days. Maybe it will help me boost my confidence. But thank you so much for creating such a great brand, Dinma Natural. It's a plant-based product for men, women, and children, as she said. And I just want us to just go to the very beginning. Like, what made you start Denma Natural? Did Were you ashy? Were you gray? Were you dry? Were you not confident? And you felt, oh, why don't I do something? What was it? What came to mind? Why did you start Denma Natural? Okay, as a kid, I had an elder sister who used to have a lot of reactions to skincare products and everything she would use would react to her. And she was in and out of the dermatologist's office. She was always coming up with one remedy, one natural recipe to treat her skin. Mm -hmm. And at a point in her life, she had to make her own soap. Oh, wow. And she would only use shea butter. Yes. And later on, she would find out that she reacts to preservative, which is used in producing all of these products because it's, right. it's important to preserve it. Yes. You cannot produce something and not preserve it. Yeah. So this is one of the first things that brought me into loving production. Mm. And later on, I would find myself being so vested in it that I would go and learn, do trainings, take classes, study. And that's how I got to where I am today. Yes. So in my journey, I've met a lot of clients who react Mm -hmm. to so many things. I have a client who reacts to shea butter. Mm. I have another client who reacts to rose, rose water. Mm. And usually rose water is one of the ingredients I use to prevent so many skin conditions. And shea butter is one of the butters that I would always recommend, even for babies. Right. So you find that people react to so many things that you had no idea it was possible. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why like people be selling different products 
cool and trying to push you to get it and yes we should support mm-hmm. each other yes we should buy products of black owned products products by our yes. friends and families but if it's not working for you don't use mm-hmm. it because at the end exactly. of the day like you said you're producing this to build confidence as well at the end of the day you don't mm-hmm. want to even lose your confidence you don't want to not want to be in the midst of people because of pleasing somebody and buying their products so you just have to be careful the products that we buy like Share butter, we already know is natural. So if someone's mm-hmm. already reacting to that, they will not buy anything yeah. share butter based. So we yes. need to be careful how we push products on people because some p- products do not work on other people's skin. So whichever mm-hmm. one you find for yourself. So for me, diving into the skincare products, for me, yeah. I have a very dry skin. And so for the whole of my life until now, the only product I've used is Vaseline. Oh, wow. Okay. Perfectly on my skin. When I tell some people that I've used Vaseline, they're like, why would you use Vaseline? Vaseline makes me dark, Vaseline this, Vaseline that. I was like, Vaseline works perfectly for my skin. People were asking mm-hmm. me, like, the only time I started using any facial products was one of our biobreakers of the month of January, I think last year. She has a skincare product. She has a, is it for face? Yes. It's called Glow Village. So I think I started using her products, I think last year or two years ago. And that's when I started using anything on my face. So for the past donkey years until <laughs> until two years ago a year ago i've been using vaseline for my face my body now i just use glow village for my face but i've been using vaseline for my face for a long time i tried to use like even what's it called palmas cocoa butter like winter time here it's not working for my skin because when i go to bed mm-hmm. i will feel my back itching i'll be like mm-hmm. feel so uncomfortable in the bed and i'll have to go and probably rinse that off and use my vaseline so vaseline is what has been working for me and some people are like why vaseline da, 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 da. but it's been vaseline their whole of my life even now so <laughs> especially for winter vaseline is what works for me so mm-hmm. before we even dive into the skincare, did you have like, did you take any degree in skincare or anything like that? Yeah. Yes, I did. An aesthetician. I have a certificate to that effect. Mm-hmm. And also I did a lot of, so for me, I didn't just go in the school and learn. Mm-hmm. I also went in the local market with the local women who get these herbs Right. And get this business. Yes. And for example, my stretch mark product is also a scar product. Mm-hmm. And I learned that in the local market from the women, they said, oh, this herbs, this product is used for treating these things. And it's mm-hmm. so effective. Like mm-hmm. you would never imagine that Python fat could actually treat so many things on your body so these are so many things that just go off you don't even think about it so these are things that I had to put myself into wow just so I don't just want to learn the books I want to learn from the people who go in the farms who go in the bush Mm -hmm. yes and get all of that knowledge I like the fact that you are doing that because what's it called? You are doing the, what's the word for it? You're going into the field and doing the work Mm -hmm. yourself. It's not like just learning the books and trying to find this and trying to do that, but you're actually going in to find out and do your research and working with other people, women that are producing these things already because they have been using that for a very long time. Back in the Uh day when you get hurt, like I remember when I was like so, so young, when I was in Ghana, and this is like three years old or so, I remember as far as that, because I know I left Ghana when I was four, but I remember when I hurt myself, my grandma would use like herbs to put it on the sore and it will heal. It will, there was nothing like go to the drugstore and buy yeah. something for your <laughs> the sore that you have. It was this natural things that were being used. So it's so great to hear that you are actually going into the field and finding out all of these Thank things. You. And that's why 
like I've gone to your page and I've seen like the before and after and I'm like girl what is that <laughs> like, I mean I don't have any apart from my dry skin I don't have any skin issues that I would need to buy some of these products but like when I see mm-hmm. some of the people's pictures before and after I'm like yo your product is really working for people so Let's continue in your story. Like, so you went in, I mean, your sister had this thing that was going on for her. And then is that a reason why you actually wanted to do this? Because she already started yeah. producing it because she could have just gone and start Denmark Natural for herself or start her own natural <laughs> skincare line. Absolutely. But is that the reason uh, why you actually wanted to go into this? Yes, yeah, this is one of the reasons. And my sister's skin is one of the... She's one of the clients that I've managed and she has seen visible results actually on my page. One of mm-hmm. the clients there is my sister. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that was because I saw her skin and I was not satisfied mm. with what results she had for herself. Right. And I know that a lot more had to be done. Mm-hmm. And also it was, also, my husband was a push because when I first learned all of this, mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm not going to do this because I'm all about body positivity. Like, love yourself the way you are. This is how God created you. So you mm-hmm. just have to be like that. Yeah. And my husband said, always said to me, like, it's either you do it or they would end up buying things that continue to harm their skin. Yeah. yeah. So that was, yeah. So that was also a push. So that was how I started all of this because for me when I started I would just sell recipes to people like oh I'm a formulator I formulate recipes so I can build you a brand blah 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 and I do have other brands that I produce for I have brands that that I just write out recipes for and they they Mm -hmm. work with it Mm -hmm. yeah for me to actually start Dima Natural it was, I had a lot of fear, like, mm. okay, would this be contrary to who I am, who mm. I preach to be? Mm. Will I be making people change themselves? Will I be making people into what they are not? Mm. So there are certain cases I don't take, actually. There are certain cases I don't take. Yeah. And I just look at, okay, this is not something I want to do, or this is something that I cannot do because I do not have the equipment for it. I don't go over to please people. I just do what is within my power and that's it. Two things here popped out to me. The fact that your integrity is so important. You don't want to just get any client. Yeah, <laughs> making sure that you have the equipment for it because other people would have said, let me, I can do it because it's in the name of let me sell this product. But you are mm-hmm. like, I don't have this to be able to help this person and so I can be of help and that is you just mm-hmm. making sure that I mean your integrity is in place you're not wanting to yeah. do anything that you don't even have the product for meanwhile other people will just let me help you and do this and you never know whether that will be the end of that person that person's skin will just yeah. be worse up and I'm so glad that you have that in mind that but I can't do this because I don't have this and that is really really great and then the second mm-hmm. thing for me I think was you having this mindset like the fear being afraid mm-hmm. and I, it just like was just speaking to me like my, I'm losing my train of thoughts here but <laughs> this spoke to me because it's like so many times we want to do so many things and it's always the fear that holds us back and yeah. fear is the, like it's like a crazy thing and I just before we even dive into that fear thing I also want to talk about how the support that you have from your family it's so important because mm-hmm. we have this desire to want to do something or like you were saying you are a formulator I do this I do that but you have the solution and why not go for it so having the support mm-hmm. of your husband speak to you it's all you need to move to the next level having that mm-hmm. one support one person telling you that like now you have this and you have like how many followers like 2000 plus followers already like you're in your mind you're like I guess when you started it's like 2000 people or will I ever get to 2000 I mean maybe not have, <laughs> you may not have crossed your mind but you're like how many people are going to be even want to buy this product who am I that anyone will come to me to buy this product yeah I have to cut you short so when you learn at the local market they have this tradition because this local women go with the tradition and the cost and the culture 
Mm-hmm. So there's a tradition that when you make your first production, you have to go into the market and sell. Mm. I mean, nobody knows you. <laughs> nobody cares about you. Listen. Like, who would want to buy from you? You have no label. Mm-hmm. You have no, it's not sealed. It's just a product. The belief is if you go in the market with your product and someone buys from you, then you should pursue this career. But if you go in the market for the first time and nobody buys from you, yeah. it's not your trade and you shouldn't do it. So I was like, I'm not going to go in the market. Excuses. <laughs> and this lady was like, don't play with me. Get out of here. Go out of my shine outside. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. So I went out because you've been in this market and all the people you greet when you pass by. So I went to all these people like, buy my product, this product is dangerous, marketing and marketing. Mm -hmm. And believe you me, nobody bought from me. And I was just giving up and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm going back Mm -hmm. and I'm not doing this. And this lady I never met. She's a customer. She came to buy something at the market and she's like, are you sure this thing is going to work? I'm like, just try it yeah. and see. Yeah. And she bought from me and she took my number and she made a transfer. And I'm like, wow. what? I was just about to leave. Wow. You know? And I felt so cold when I went back and the lady counted my, like, did you sell? And I should have the transfer payment, the proof of payment. And she's like, this is your job. This is what will fetch you money. And you should do it. This will be your livelihood. And at the time, I didn't need that to be my my source of income. <laughs> but when I moved, I was like, okay, no, I'm going to, because I have an MBA. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm just going to come to Gambia and get a job and just do a nine to six job and everything will be mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. But just look at me, wow. owning this brand and doing things that I never imagined that I I would do is just so for me it's so spiritual because working with herbs is so spiritual because you are in tune with the earth you're in tune with modern nature yeah yeah because when I look on Instagram and I see a lot of brands I'm not putting anybody down Mm -hmm. but you see a lot of brands are like oh to marry oh to marry to marry this to marry that and Mm -hmm. turmeric is great Mm -hmm. I don't take anything out of turmeric but there are a lot of other natural products right. that are so magical for example popo popo mm. is just in your backyard name leaves ringa rose lavender there's yeah. so many natural products that we don't we don't pay attention to we are all about to merit to merit to merit mm-hmm. it's time for us to look at the other plants and say heal me like god put you here yeah. so you can take care of me and cater to me you just spoke to me like when you talked about how you went to the market and you're looking yeah. for products and just like i don't know whether you could see how teary i was getting but i was mm-hmm. just maybe i'm just being emotional now but it's just the fact that you push through to get your product. Like anyone mm-hmm. out there, you have to push through no matter what the circumstance may be. She was selling her first product. Chidima was selling her first product and she had to go into the market and look for a buyer. And your platform may not be selling a product. Your platform may be a podcasting. Your platform may be dentistry. Your platform may be whatever business, catering. You have to go and find your buyers. And also, you need to believe in your product. You need to believe that this thing can work. For me, podcasting and having these conversations is because I've been in a situation or in an environment or grown up in an environment where some of these conversations were never had. And so what I want to do here on the podcast is have conversations with people that will elevate other people's mindset, that would change people's mindset about certain things, about certain opinions. And that's why I don't come on here talking to myself. 
<laughs> I bring people on to have this conversation because when you listen to another person's opinion and we could have differences in opinion, but it doesn't mean that we hate each other. So coming here and having these conversations is what we are. I mean, I am doing here to sell myself, sell my brand. And so whatever you're doing, you need to push through the fears. You need to push through and just get that product out there and get it to people and believe in yourself. And that's what Chirima did, believed in herself. Let's talk about these fears, man. Like, what are some of the fears? What are the thoughts that were coming to your mind when you were having these fears? Okay, I think my, I would say my major fear was to ruin someone's skin. Mm. So it may sound weird because, okay, you work with natural products. Why are you scared you would ruin someone's skin? It's so amazing. For example, I always talk about lemon. I always use lime and lemons to explain this. When you do this DIYs and then you work with lime and mm -hmm. lemon, mm -hmm. they are so drying to the skin mm -hmm. that they could cause eczemas. Mm -hmm. And some of these eczemas, you have to manage them over time for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this eczema was caused by the lime, which mm -hmm. is natural from mother nature. Mm -hmm. So we don't really pay attention to the fact that as much as these products, these natural ingredients are God sent, mm -hmm. they also have their side effects because you shouldn't use lime directly on your skin. Yeah. Yes. So for me, I was like, I don't want to being in charge of someone's skin it's a big responsibility it is it they is come to you with an issue you should make it better you should never make it worse mm -hmm. and that is why sometimes when i look at an issue because okay i had a customer refer someone to me and she wanted to get rid of mustache and she said oh do you have a product she had beards it is sometimes have that yeah but, oh, do you have a cream or an oil? Like, no, I don't have, but I would recommend you go for laser treatment. That right. is what will treat it over time. Mm. But this lady, because the person who sold her to me said the best thing. She's like, don't you have something, anything <laughs> at all that could manage the, I'm like, no, ma'am, I don't have. Mm -hmm. And over the course of a week, she would call me at intervals just to wow. say it over, just to request over and over. And I was tempted to sell her something. Right. But I'm like, my brand name is more important. So for me, I would say that my fears guide me every day. Mm. I would not take a job that I know I cannot fix. If I cannot fix it, I would tell you up front and say, no, mm -hmm. I cannot fix this mm -hmm. if it's a case where you have to be patient over time you will see results mm -hmm. i will tell you oh you need to be patient in about eight months to one year yeah because this is a case this is something damaged your skin or this is something which is inside your body you should also get medicated i would refer you to a doctor who would see you because so many cases are not just outside what you see sometimes it's inside Yes. So I try to let my guide me. And my second fear will be, so I'm Nigerian and I'm in Gambia and I'm like, okay, I don't know anybody per <laughs> se. I don't know a lot of people. I didn't grow up here that will say, oh, my childhood friends are here. They're going to push me. Oh, this is some support I will have from outside of my family. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that. And mm -hmm. for someone who is used to having the family support, it was like, yeah. should I really do this in Gambia? Mm -hmm. So that would be another of my fear. But here we are. I just, you will always have fear and you will always have anxiety. Yeah. I try to separate which is realistic or which one is just me pulling my because you have to be careful with things like that. So I always say to myself, what is the worst that would happen? Right. And actually, that's what I wanted to go into. Like, I've never heard anyone say fear guides me because I'm like, which guide? Like, <laughs> they are guiding me. Like, fear is stopping me from doing anything. But I just want us to dive into that. And I think that is a very great thing that you said right there. Fear, your fear guides you. Like, how does it guide you? Yeah. So I am so in tune with my thoughts. When I have a fear, 
I write it down mm. and I try to see if it's a realistic fear. Wow. For example, in a situation where I have a new client, because I want to say this in line with my business solely. When I have a new client, I look at the case. I always prefer to see the person. I see the person. I see the problem areas. And I say, is this something I've treated before? If it's something I've treated before, I just go for it. Mm -hmm. If it's something I've not treated before, I ask them questions of like, when did they start? Did you use a product? Did you see a doctor? And then I go through that. And then I look at my product. I look at my raw materials, what I have at hand. Mm -hmm. And I look at their properties, what they treat. Mm -hmm. And I check myself, do I have the raw materials? materials do i have the product to mm -hmm. treat this mm -hmm. or is this something that i need a machine because i have i also do spa services i'm like mm. do i have the equipment do i have the equipment to treat this is this something that a facial would take away over time mm -hmm. is this something that a body scrub and this like can i treat this with coffee can mm -hmm. i treat this with aloe vera powder or right. aloe vera gel I look at all of these things. Is this something that liquorized food can fix? Mm -hmm. And then I write up a recipe for this person. If it's something that I can do. Right. Yes. Because for me, if it's a product, if it's a case of treating with products, I don't have a problem. Mm -hmm. But if it's something that needs a machine, if I don't have the machine, mm -hmm. I don't even go into it. I don't deceive you try to manage yeah. it if i know it's something that a machine would take away i would say go and do this at this place go yeah. and see this go to this park go to this place yeah mm -hmm. so things like that and also i always say to myself i don't limit myself mm -hmm. i'm a type of person that when i want to do something until i have it done I just keep on walking on it. So I always say to myself, is this something that I can just dive into? Is this something I'm experienced in? Mm -hmm. Or do I need to study more? Do I need mm -hmm. to refresh myself? Yeah. Yes. So that is how I would say my fear guides me because I try to see if it's a realistic fear or it's just my anxiety eating at my confidence. I think that what you said earlier as well, like you write your fears down. You're so intuitive to yourself. Like, I mean, you're so in tune with yourself. And so it's so important yeah. that we are as human beings so in tune with our bodies, our minds. Like, for example, yesterday I was just feeling awkward i was just feeling off i was just like on and off i would do my work like not that my day was bad or anything it's just i was just like off but i never sat down to think or like reassess like what is going on well i think i knew what was going on in my body like i just knew what was going on mm -hmm. in my system and i was just carried away by it and just letting it go with the flow but then if i'd really sat down and said to myself hey you can't be in this state you can't like just analyze what is going on and just not agree with it maybe my day will have been much much better because mm -hmm. i worked from home yesterday i worked from monday to thursday <laughs> with this client i worked from yeah. monday to thursdays in the office and friday i worked from home and it's like almost useless you know, at home on Friday after going to work Monday to Thursdays. And then yesterday I managed to get some work done, but I had left my shoes and I wanted to collect it because I was traveling next week for some work event. And instead of me to just leave early, my mind was, oh, I'm going to leave at 5.30, forgetting that 5.30 is when the office closed. And I went all the way to the office. And then I was able to enter from like the securities allowed me to go through. But when I got upstairs to the main office, because there are different offices in that building. When I go to the main office, it was closed because I don't have access to enter into the office. So I was just like, oh, what is this? If I'd actually sat down and really reassess my mind, reassess everything I was doing, sorry, then I yeah. feel like I'll have made a better decision to go. Like things would just be in alignment. And so my point is yeah. when we have these fears, when things are going through our mind, just sit still. Sometimes we forget. I think I subconsciously always check myself and find out what is going on. But yesterday was one of those. Mm -hmm. It's like, I was just going with the flowers. I think yeah. I knew what it was, but I was just going with the flow. But if we would just mm -hmm. sit down and just like assess what is going on with our mind. And like you said, write it down. And is this realistic? Is this something that you can go with? Because fear is always something, like I said, I've never heard anyone say fear guides us. 
because for me, fear is always stopping me. So if we actually think about the fear and actually think, oh, what is this? Is this just me? Is it just fear of what people will say? Fear of, if it doesn't make any sense, just go ahead and do it. Because sometimes it's that, it's just like, oh, what is this person going to say? Oh, they're saying somebody's skin, if it goes wrong, it's on me. Can you imagine? Like even the thought that is even coming to my mind right now is the fact that you treat somebody's skin and then now it's like full stop. (laughs) get some like really bad and then I'm just like oh, if I was in your shoe I would never do any skincare product because I'm like this thing is gonna go bad this person's skin is gonna fold no one want to see them mm-hmm. again but you went beyond that and after assessing mm-hmm. yourself you have gone and and done that product and, and mm-hmm. a lot of people's lives have been changed and I still love the integrity part of it like being able to if you're not able to get the equipment you're doing them I mean, you're not doing it. You're not servicing other clients because you don't Mm -hmm. have the equipment. And what will make you have this equipment? Is it expensive to have? Like, what is stopping you from getting those equipments? Okay, it will be the size and the cost. They are expensive, but also they are big. And at the moment, I work from home. Mm -hmm. So the equipment that I have uh, is sauna, which Mm -hmm. I can fold. Mm-hmm. So in my house is folded, but when I go to a, spa, a client's house, I open up the sauna and make it into, yeah. yes. So I also have a facial steamer. Mm-hmm. I have a LED light. Mm-hmm. I have a high frequency machine mm-hmm. and I have a skin tag machine. I have a microneedling machine, but these mm-hmm. machines are so small that mm-hmm. you can carry yeah. them to and throw. But if I were to get a, a laser machine, right? for example, it would be big and I don't have the space for it. There are mm-hmm. other machines as well that it would be big and I don't have the space for it. So it's right. also the cost and the size. Okay. And I guess also the market, yeah. you don't have mm-hmm. a large market to get a big product that only one person yes might be using <laughs> eventually yeah. i pray it will come to that point where you need to get those big ones eventually it will come to that point so. amen amen <laughs> thank you i was gonna say something oh what did i forget yeah i forgot something but when i remember i will ask it what are the lessons you're learning okay. right now okay actually before we say lessons what are the challenges that you face the major challenge i face at the moment is with the shipping Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of clients who are in various parts of the world and they're mm. like, oh, I need your product. And then my product, they probably want to buy half a kit mm-hmm. or they want to buy the full kit, which is mm-hmm. $4,900. Mm-hmm. $4, yeah. And then the shipping cost is about the same price as the product. Yep. <laughs> so... I have some shipping platforms that are more affordable, $20, $10. I have people who help me if they are traveling to that location. They take these products to the clients and I have support. But Mm -hmm. you can't really rely on, oh, I'm going to wait on this this person comes next year. And then this person is going to bring you your products in about eight months time. It's not realistic. I'll probably, I don't know where some of the products are going, but I know for, at least I know for US, there are some people that come here Mm -hmm. on a monthly basis and they're always taking products or people's Mm -hmm. stuff to them. So maybe after this podcast session, we can, I can share their contacts with you and you can always reach out to them because then that will be easy. I don't know about UK. I'm always open to getting new, new contacts for shipping. So thank you very much. Yeah, that will help a lot. Yeah. The second challenge I face is with also shipping in my raw materials. So mm-hmm. it's a toy. Everything for me is the shipping. So mm-hmm. I don't have any raw materials here in Gambia except for share butter, which I love so much to produce mm-hmm. with. But then there are other products that I use. And I'm like, this time around, I pay this price for shipping. Mm-hmm. And then in about two months time, I have to pay more than what I pay. It's not just the fact that you pay more. Mm-hmm. You also have to pay the customer. The customer is always like, oh, these products are good. We like this business you're doing. You're helping Gambia. This is natural. 
but for you to take this product, you have to pay this amount of money. Right, right. And I don't know where it says that in the constitution, <laughs> but then they have your raw materials and you don't have the time. So you don't have a choice. You just have to pay for everything yeah. I bring into Gambia. When I bring in my containers, when I bring in my herbs, when I bring in my every single thing I bring in, mm-hmm. it's always a hassle. And I have a lot of anxiety. Yeah, I have a lot of fear when I have to go to the airport to pick up my raw materials. Wow. Because wow. you don't know what awaits you. You don't know if today is the day you pay $5,000. You don't oh know if today is the day you pay $2,000. You wow. don't know if today is the day you pay $7,000. It's just something new, <laughs> some new person, some new price that you're wow. not familiar with. Wow. So it's everything to do with shipping. Yeah, yeah. Because first off, what I paid to ship the last load is not what I paid this yeah. time. So I paid extra. Yeah. So you always have to say, yeah. So the thing I make this time, it varies. The profit I will make next time. And then sometimes for me to maintain my prices, I have to run at push. Oh my God. Because I'm like, I can't take up my price this month. Mm-hmm. In the next two months, I take down my price. And then next time, I, you just have to be consistent. Wow. So in the business, I have so many savings. Mm-hmm. When I do my accounting, because I studied masters in mm-hmm. business administration, mm-hmm. and I look at all this anonymous spend. Sorry, I said anonymous. This miscellaneous. Miscellaneous, spend. yeah. Yes, and I'm like, okay. So I have one account where I put in all the business money, the capital, mm-hmm. and then I have another account where I put in any extra profit I make at any time. Yeah. And then I have my salary, which I pay to myself. Mm -hmm. So when I bring in products and I spend so much, instead of me to take up my prices, I cover up the costs with this miscellaneous savings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that way I'm able to balance my account without having to affect the client. Yeah. Because it unprofessional yeah, well. if I always take, I bring down my price take up my price bring down my price and selling at a loss it's not going to help me either yeah yeah that yeah. is so true it's just crazy that wow customs is just crazy like how can you be i mean that's africa for you yeah i, I even want to go into mm-hmm. that details like wow <laughs> you are really trying your integrity is just so right like because if someone else will be like it's not my fault. I have to increase the prices. I need to make my money too. Mm-hmm. But then people will run away from you. But, and also keeping accountability, knowing where your money is going, your profits, your losses, your savings. It's so important. Whatever business that you're into, you can't just do it anyhow. You have to be so accountable. Every dollar, every butut, like you have to be accountable. So it's, you are on the right path. And I really, really love what you're doing. So I wanted to ask, when did you move to Gambia? That was last year, March. Wow. 21 March. Yeah. And when did you start this product? I started in Nigeria. Oh, okay. <laughs> the business in Nigeria before I moved to okay. Gambia. And remember, I started selling first the recipes. Right. And then I was producing for people. Mm-hmm. So for me to start selling on my own, I would say I started... Selling on my own would be going to four years now. Oh, okay. Will it be four years? No, no. That's over three years. Yeah, but it's not so close to four years. I didn't keep the date exactly yet. Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> I didn't even have it. So I started selling before I finished my training. Due Listen. to the, or going to the market. Yeah, and sell, sell. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes you just need to start. That's all you need to do. You just yes. need to start before Absolutely. even anything comes. I was just scrolling through my YouTube channel and I really love listening to preaching on music. And I was just scrolling mm-hmm. through and I saw a video that says baby gets her name on her third birthday. Listen, they didn't have a name at the beginning. On her third birthday, they got the name. So yeah. So for my business, I would mm-hmm. say it all started like a hobby. 
And mm. when you do something as a hobby, like you don't even pay attention. You're just having fun. Yeah. You're just playing around. You just yeah. want to see if you can help your sister. Mm-hmm. You just want to see if you can, if you can do this, but you're just having fun and enjoying yeah. yourself. Yeah. And it just tells you like for anyone out there, you need to just go out and help. If you don't know what to do, what it is that you like to do, you have to go and volunteer and do something. Your sister mm-hmm. might not be affected by anything in the house. Your family member might not be affected by anything in the house that you might have to do something about it. But if you go out there and just help out, you find out what you love and you can start something with it. So if it's, I mean, not everybody can be an entrepreneur, not everybody can be a business person, but you just going out there can even help you study something that you can go into as a professional in your career or something. So I'm just saying this for anyone that is still struggling trying to find out what they really want to do in life, just go out and volunteer. I mean, Chidema saw her sister go through something and she started it as a hobby. So you go out there, you might not have anything at home, but if you go out there, you might find something and you might end up starting a business or studying something in that Mm -hmm. area. So yeah, just do what you have to do. Yeah. So when you moved to Gambia, that was when you started fully going into branding Branding. and making more of these products. Wow. Yeah. And did you have a market? You had a market already in Nigeria. You had like your customers. Yes, and all I, of that. Uh, I still have customers, but representative in Nigeria who takes care of fathers. Oh, nice. And, but this is the thing. So when I went in the market and I sold this product with no labels, with no seal, it really built my confidence. I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, so someone can really buy this. <laughs> so when I finished my training, my confidence was so robust. Mm-hmm. That I moved to Gambia and I kept selling my products with no labels, wow. with no seal, just like that. <laughs> and then one time my customer, I always had customer call me and say, oh, what is this product again? And then one time my customer sent me a voice note saying, you really have to write what those products do. It's enough now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. That was the time. I embraced it. Yeah, that is the thing with being just too confident in yourself. You don't even notice that you you are behind. Yeah. yeah. So if the product and name, I paid someone to make labels. Mm -hmm. I had someone branded and we had countless meetings where I would be like, it's a natural brand. Mm-hmm. And I would list out my ingredients mm-hmm. and I would talk extensively about the brand. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I don't want you to brand this the way you brand other products. Mm. I want you to understand this brand. Right. And I would give him products. I'm like, give this product to this person to use this product, smell this product. I wanted those to actually showcase what was inside the container. Yeah. yeah. And you have a very beautiful yes. label. So I wanted my branding to really showcase what the brand is, what the products are about. Mm -hmm. And the name is my name. My name is Chidima, Mm -hmm. which means God is good. Mm -hmm. And Dima means it's beauty. It's good. Beautiful. So Dima natural, that is natural beauty. It is naturally beautiful. It's the meaning of my brand name. And I was like, yes. This is it because it took me so long mm-hmm. to actually realize I'm running a business now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Something that is should be, yeah, this is no longer a hobby. And the voice note really sent me on an errand to, to do things right and to do things perfectly. If it took so long, then it should be perfect. Yeah, that is so yeah. good. It just tells you that for everything that you do, you need to grow. So there are areas that you feel like comfortable in. At some point, you need to move away from the comfort uh-huh. and go the next level. So never stay at the same place forever or else you're just going to be behind. So what lessons uh-huh. are you learning right now? Oh, okay. <laughs> what lessons am I learning right now? Okay, so... I'm a very, a lot of people would not believe when I say this. I'm a very shy person. So into myself, I love to be in the house. I'm an indoor person. Mm-hmm. And running this business has taught me to be more outgoing. Yeah. To be more interactive. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking some days back, 
Now I'm on my telephone, posting, creating content, snapping, editing, packaging myself. Right. But in the past, I used to travel without my telephone. Like I would tell my family, because I was working in a different state mm-hmm. and I was living in Lagos. And I would tell my family, I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to stay, like when I work for the government, mm-hmm. I'm going to stay at the copper's lounge mm-hmm. and I'm going to work for two days. Mm-hmm. You will not be able to reach me because I'm leaving my phone at home. Okay. Bye guys. <laughs> and wow. I would go so bold. and come back without my telephone. Like my telephone ringing would give me anxiety. Like <laughs> I didn't even want to be close to my phone. But now I find myself holding my phone, being interactive. Mm-hmm. And my customers are my friends. Yeah. I'm so into myself that I come out, I say hi to people, but I don't interact a lot. My friends yeah. are my childhood friends that we yeah. grew up together. But now yeah. I find myself hanging out with my clients. We go out for lunch. <laughs> we go out for a cup of coffee. We talk about other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my clients now, seeing that the brand is all about building your confidence, mm-hmm. sometimes when they come to patronize me, they tell me all oh, their insecurities. Like when I look in the mirror, I feel so bad about my body. Yeah. These are the areas that cool me down. And then I just talk them through it. I write affirmations for them to wow. say every day to themselves. Wow. And I say to them, like, my product can only do so little. What you need is to work on your mind. And I find that I've fallen in love with these people. I've come to take them as my friends. And you wouldn't want to just give people your product and say, oh, use this product, it's going to do this. Mm -hmm. You have to do so much more. You have to be in tune with who they are. Should I say in tune? (laughs) Yeah. You have to be in tune with who they are and who they want to be. Yeah. 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 I'm learning to be more expressive towards people, more interactive. Mm -hmm. I'm learning to hold my telephone to build my brand, Mm -hmm. spending the whole day photographing my products. Yes, I snap all my pictures myself. Mm -hmm. Please. Every picture on my page, every picture on my page, I snap it myself. I edit it. I write the content, the mm-hmm. caption. Mm-hmm. I do all of that. I do all my posting. So I'm learning to be so many things at the same time. That's really good. That is yeah. really good. That's what comes with having a business or going into a different mm-hmm. path or, or career. Like there's a different you that emerges that you never thought it would come out. And that's what you're doing. Exactly. And I love the fact that you are talking to your customers. I remember one of our barbers, I think barbers of the month of May, saying that when she started her business, like she was into makeup and stuff. So she would do people's makeup. And then she realized people started coming and she would sell like jewelries and like African made, like handmade yeah. jewelries that she made for herself. And people would come to her place and they want to buy this, but they stopped coming to buy. They were coming to listen to her. And she realized that, That was something she could start like speaking to people and impacting their lives in a different way. So that's why she started doing like one-on-one consulting and charge it for consulting. So you are also (laughs) doing that, but you're doing it for free. But I thought came to mind, you could Mm -hmm. add to your packaging affirmations in your whatever product anybody buys, maybe have little Mm -hmm. affirmations that you can add to it and tell them that read this every day or say this every day as you use your product say this because again you want to change their mindset like you're saying it's to build their confidence so for if they want it i mean i think that's a great idea to have as part of your packaging to have like little affirmations just an idea i'm just giving you for your business but i feel like for people that do not know anything about affirmations maybe that will help for who don't know what to write or affirm themselves in that will also help and they can add to it so that's just something that came to mind. The things that I do ask on Barry mm-hmm. Corner is, what do you know now that you wish you had known when you were younger? Something that you thought, if I'd known this earlier, it would help me right now in whatever I'm doing right now. Maybe I'll be in a different place right now. Maybe I'll be doing much better in life. What do you wish you had known when you were younger? Oh, wow. Okay. What do I wish I'd know now? <laughs> I didn't see that question coming. <laughs> Yes. Oh, this is... It's a tough one, right? <laughs> Just give me a moment. Okay, so I'll tell you what I was thinking. Okay. I wish I had known that mistakes were part of life and that when you make mm-hmm. mistakes, 
it helps you make better decisions next. So at first, when I would make mistakes, when I was much younger, I would just hide. I would just feel like God didn't love me. No one likes me. Like everybody's yeah. seen my mistakes and they're like, this person, this and this person, that. And so I guess some of those things made me really timid and really made me shy. I felt like I was not worth it. I felt like I was not good enough. But when I realized that, obviously, you have to learn as you go. And there are certain mistakes you shouldn't be making. But now mm-hmm. there are other ones that I've made. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I got this. I made that mistake. And God is with me. And God is seeing me through. I am moving on. I'm not letting those mistakes hold me back. So I wish I'd known that mistakes were part of life. And that, I mean, if I had known that earlier, I wouldn't be bothered or worried about it as I used to be before. So maybe that would help you. <laughs> That's a very good one. Mm-hmm. And I love it so much. Mm-hmm. So for me, what I know now that I wish I knew when I was much younger would be when you spend time with someone else mm-hmm. or with yourself mm-hmm. talking about another person like a gossip mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you're saying bad things about this person mm-hmm. and trying to pull this person down mm-hmm. first off you're not in that person's shoes to yeah. know why they are like that you yeah. do not have the same yeah. experiences as this person Mm -hmm. So whatever you say in a bad light says more about who you are as a Mm. person. Yeah. Mm. It says that you are a bad person and you need to work on yourself and to love yourself. Mm. You say one thing I've come to notice working with people and meeting a lot of people and interacting with them is that most people who spend a lot of time saying bad things about others Mm. are people who do not love themselves they don't really love who they are Mm -hmm. they have a lot of self-esteem issues because if you are so confident in yourself and Mm. you love who you are Mm -hmm. you would understand that a person who behaves differently behaves that way due to their life experiences yeah yeah and if you were to have a problem with that you should speak with the person yeah and not with another person as yeah. a gossip yeah yes that is so key so that would be one thing that uh, a person who is always saying bad things like you always have a problem with everybody it says a lot about you your self-esteem and your self-love yeah that is so true not even being in that person's shoe because a lot of times even if it's not gossip but they thought about it and you're like this person should have done it this way this person could have done it that way but if you're in their shoes you might even do worse so that is so key that's so important yeah you might not understand why the person is doing that what you can probably offer is help or guidance or see how they're doing and check on them mm-hmm. and however you can be a blessing in their life maybe that will help them or send them something that would encourage them through that season of their life or whatever. And maybe one day they can open up to you and you understand why they do certain things. And maybe that will mm-hmm. help them try to navigate their thoughts or how they go about it. But if you have not worked in somebody's shoes, do not sit and judge them. That's true. What advice have you got for someone that feels like life is hard? I cannot work. I cannot do faith over fear. I'm afraid. I cannot do this thing that I want to do. What advice have you got for them? Yes. So the first thing you need to remember is that your anxiety would make everything look like a mountain. (laughs) Your anxiety will make every problem look like a mountain. So the first thing you have to do is to write it down. Mm. When you write it down, you've succeeded in crushing the problem into Mm. half. Like you fix half of the problem when you write it down. Because mm-hmm. writing it down helps you navigate your thoughts. Yeah. In your brain, it's just going around as a whirlwind. But mm-hmm. when you write it down, you gain control over it. Write down yeah. your thoughts. Yeah. Write down your challenges. Write down your positives as well. Mm-hmm. So when you take your positives and your negatives, and don't exaggerate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have to be careful when you write. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to write, okay, this is what I want to do. This is why I cannot do it. These are mm-hmm. my challenges. Mm-hmm. And this is why I should do it. Why you should do it could just be, oh, because I love to do it. Mm-hmm. passion to do it or 
is going to help this person or help that person. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you realize that, oh, maybe all I need is money. And there's a lot of foundations that could sponsor you or you can meet with someone to sponsor you and say, oh, if you help me start this business, Mm -hmm. I would pay you back in this. You have to be a reputable person before you can make such offers to people. So I would say if you have any years, just write it down and it would help you navigate whatever challenges you you seem to be facing. Yeah, that is so key. Write them down. Or even if you can't write them down, just use your phone, the voice recording part. Yeah, Just record what your fears are. These days, people can be lazy. So sometimes I'm talking about myself. (laughs) Sometimes I don't want to write stuff down. I just go to my voice recording and just voice record it. So yeah. And talking to yourself as well. That is so key. Like just voice it out, record it, and then you can be able to analyze it. Sometimes you can come back to it, especially when you record it, I mean, or write it down. You can always come back to it maybe months after, years after, and you're like, wow. So I used to have this kind of fear, me. And then you can see like the transformation, you can see the difference. And that is very important, writing it down, because when you come back to it and you look at it, you're like, wow, I have really grown. And that's the point of having that written down. That stuff that I've written down that I go back to and I'll be like, oh, I prayed for this and the prayers has been answered and I take them off. So, and sometimes you forget about these fears, you forget about some of these things. And so looking back at it, when you have written them down, really helps you. It encourages mm-hmm. you to keep moving on. It encourages you to keep pushing. So write those fears down. And I mean, mm-hmm. obviously when you don't write, not obviously, but when you don't write it down, it's like Shidima said, this, the anxiety is looking like a mountain. But when you write it down, you're actually crushing mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that is so wonderful. That is powerful. It's crushing it down as you write it down. So Okay, so Chirima, please tell us the products that you have because I see toners, I see wood wash soap. Like, tell us what you have. So we have the Coffee Me, mm-hmm. the Fulani Lotion, mm-hmm. the Night Nurse Face Cream, Nalani Elixir Oil, mm-hmm. and the Wood Wash, which is a lightning set that treats hyperpigmentation. Mm-hmm. We also have products for the this is one of my favorite products. It's called the Juju Tonic. Hmm. And in line with what you <laughs> in line with what you said about putting affirmations on the products. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people who who deal with acne mm-hmm. have a lot of confidence issues because the acne is on the face. Yeah. And when people see you, the first thing they see is your face. Yeah. And this product treats acne which is is very effective. Then I wrote, roses do not bloom hurriedly. For beauty, like any masterpiece, takes time to blossom. Mm. And this is the statement by Mashona Diwalo. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. (laughs) So this is just to encourage the person using this product to be patient Mm -hmm. and just follow the routine morning and night. So we have, different products for acne for hyperpigmentation mm-hmm. to treat sunburn for the sunburn we have the sun tonic toner mm-hmm. which is also a great product it's ayurvedic and it's a stoning mist for sun damaged and large That's yeah true. we have a wide range of products we have the hibiscus and aloe serum mm-hmm. night, night serum Mm-hmm. The one gel, which is hibiscus. <laughs> so it's all natural. And it's for those who are looking to also lighten up their skin mm-hmm. without using harsh chemicals, chemicals. harsh products. Yeah, it treats hyperpigmentation. We have so many products. We yeah. have the lemonade shower gel. We have the lemonade shower gel. We have mm-hmm. the bandu and shower gel. The bandu and shower gel is a nice, Shower gel. It's just a natural shower gel for the whole family. Mm. Everybody can use it. It's this is an really amazing good. shower gel. Yes. This is really good. Oh, so, yeah. We have mm-hmm. we have so many products. We have yeah. the clayon. We have the clayon for to detox the body, to purify the body of death, mm. impurity, and wow. <laughs> I can listen, listen guys. <laughs> Just go on Dinma Natural on Instagram, mm-hmm. D-I-N-M-A Natural, 
on Instagram and you would find all the products that she has. And I'm telling you, I'm seeing these things and they're amazing. I think I need to get you on the podcast again to come and talk about skincare and how to take care of your skin and all of that. I think that would be oh, a, a great... I would love that. Yeah, I think that because it's like we're trying to push everything in one podcast <laughs> and it's not going. <laughs> yeah. so we have to come on know, again and uh, talk about I, how to take care of your skin. Yeah. Because I, I do give out free skincare tips mm-hmm. and I do free consultation. Mm-hmm. So I'm always interested in, like, even if you can't afford my products, this mm-hmm. is what you should do for yourself, for your own yeah. good. Yeah. Yes. And that would be great. Thank you so much, Irema, for coming on and sharing your story. Faith over fear. Like, you Thank did you. the thing. You, like, moving to Gambia last <laughs> year and doing amazingly well with your products. And I see how great those products are. Like, this is really wonderful. And I Thank want you. to just encourage you to keep going. Don't stop already. You are even taking next level. And that's one thing about business. As you grow, you see so many other areas that you can grow into, like talking to your clients and encouraging them, like going for lunch with them and talking to them, giving them affirmations. Like, this is growing your business. It's not just selling products or selling sake, but also wanting to make an impact in other people's lives. That's what you're doing. And so you never let fear stop you but you allowed fear to guide you and that's key so thank you so much for doing this thank you for stepping out on faith and defying the odds keep pushing keep doing what you do and hopefully one day you can have a bigger not platform but you can do bigger things by selling getting those bigger equipment and having greater market to sell your products this is really like you sharing your story alone i can just see through you and see that this person is like doing great and mighty things and she has a great heart to be want to even put this on i'm blabbing right now but no you're not the summary of it all is you're doing great (laughs) thank you so much thank you so much for having me as well you're welcome you're welcome we have been preparing like she was more ready than i was super excited to be on this podcast i couldn't wait to have her but she was super ready (laughs) I'm so glad that you could make it. I'm so happy that you were able to make this. Thank you so much once again. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breakers Corner podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to the BB Corner Podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner Podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in the Gambia, West Africa. Breaking through